The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Messiah, the justifier, my sanctifier, redeemer from the curse. He's the chief of shepherds who shall soon appear, a messenger with pretty feet, the Lord who's ever near. He is the fourth man in the fiery smoke. He's the great baptizer in the Holy Ghost. He's our burden bearer. Savior and our Lord He's the wonder worker He's the Son of God With everlasting kindness With everlasting kindness The Lord will have mercy on me Saith my Redeemer My Lord and my Savior Jehovah Shalom Lord of Peace The mountains shall depart And the hills be removed but your kindness shall not depart from me. With everlasting kindness, with everlasting kindness, the Lord will have mercy on me. He's the faithful pastor strengthening the faint. He's the Lord coming with ten thousands of his saints. He's the King of glory, He's the great I Am. He's the lover of my soul, the seed of Abraham. He's the living fountain, He is the Prince of Peace. He's the Son of Righteousness with healing in His wings. Jesus Christ, our leader, keeper of the fold, the captain of salvation, the bishop of my soul. With everlasting kindness, with everlasting kindness, the Lord will have mercy on me. Saith my Redeemer, my Lord and my Savior, Jehovah Shalom, Lord of peace. The mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but your kindness shall not depart from me. With everlasting kindness, with everlasting kindness, Lord will have mercy on me. The mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but your kindness shall not depart from me. With everlasting kindness, with everlasting kindness, the Lord will have mercy on me. Hello, this is David Engels. You're listening to the Hour of Anointing. 1 John 5, verse 4 in the Amplified says, Whatever is born of God is victorious over the world, and this is the victory that conquers the world, 
even our faith. You know, a number of years ago, in fact, many years ago, the devil started a rumor. He told a few Christians that as long as they lived in the world, they had to suffer as the world suffered. He told them they had to share the diseases, the defeat, the poverty, the failure, like those around them. It was a crafty lie, and it worked. Believers accepted it and began to spread it among themselves. You may have heard it yourself. If so, I want to help you put that rumor to rest today. I want to help you get the facts of the matter straight once and for all. You see, despite what you have heard, health, prosperity, victorious living, now these aren't just concepts that some comfort-hungry believer selfishly dreamed up. These are God's ideas. You may say, well, that sounds really good, Brother David, but we've got to be realistic. We live in a world that's full of problems And as long as we live in this world, it seems to me we're going to have our share. And I can say, well, that's true. Even Jesus said in the world, you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. But notice, Jesus didn't just stop and put a big uh, uh, bold period there and forget it. No, he went on to say, but be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident. Certain undaunted for I have overcome the world. We're the undaunted. Now, we're just not going to take us down. That's what that means. I have deprived it of power to harm or to have conquered. I have conquered it for you. Let me back up and say this again. From the Amplified, we're reading from Amplified, John 16 and 33. Be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident, certain undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm have conquered it for you. So God has conquered the world for us. He says, I have overcome the world. I have deprived the world of power to harm you. Praise God. Somebody give me a good loud amen. Many believers don't have any trouble believing the first part of this verse. Now, they know too well how many tribulations and trials, distresses, discomforts, frustrations surround, but Less certain about the last part, because uh, uh, haven't, we haven't experienced sometimes, uh, uh, they haven't experienced for themselves exactly what Jesus meant here. When he said he had deprived those things of power to harm them, why not? Because they're still living as though they're part of the world. But listen, Jesus said you and I are to be sanctified or separated from the evils of this world. How? Through the word of God, John seventeen seventeen, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. The word of God will separate you from the world. God's word will set his dream for victory into motion in your life. If you'll receive and believe God's word, speak God's word, sing God's word, word act on God's word, God's word will set you apart from those around you. God's word will take you from trouble to triumph again and again. I've been on a series for the last broadcast here, The Power of the Positive Confession of God's Word, of the Bible studies and writings of E.W. E. Kenyon and Don Gossett. And, you know, the church, as such, church is made up of believers, people who are saved. We all make up the church, and, and uh, the Lord has his own name for us, you know. So we are the church. But uh, as a church, in the general sense of the word, uh, We've never really given this vital subject uh, the correct place 
and, uh, and the priority in teaching this. And yet, answered prayer, uh, the use of the name of Jesus, faith, these are totally dependent upon the confession of God's word of our lips and out of our heart. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession. Hebrews 3 and 1. Christianity is called our confession. And in Hebrews 4.14, he tells us to hold fast our confession. And we could almost interchange the word confession with the word conversation. Let us hold fast to our conversation, or we might say godly conversation. Uh, the old version reads profession, but the Greek means witnessing a confession of our lips. That's the meaning of it in the Greek. Uh, Romans 10, verses 8 and 10, you know how you got in God's family. That if you shall confess with thy mouth, thou shalt confess with thy mouth, Jesus as Lord, and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So that's how we got into this family in the first place. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Can you see the place that confession or our conversing holds in salvation? It holds the same place in our faith walk, too. Christianity is a profession, a confession. It is our open confession of what we are in Christ, of what Christ is to us. Our faith is gauged by our confession. We never believe beyond our confession or conversation. It's not a confession of sin. It's the confession of our place in Christ. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. These are our legal rights of what the Father has done for us in Christ and what the Spirit has done in us through the Word and what He is able to do through us as we walk life's road. There is a danger of having two confessions. One would be the integrity of the Word of God. The other confession would be our doubts or fears are expressing what our eyes or senses are telling us. Every time we confess weakness and failure, doubt and fear, then we start toward the level of doubt and fear and failure and so forth. We may pray very ardently and very earnestly and declare in our prayers our faith in God's word, and yet the next moment in our conversation we question whether he heard us or not, for we confess that we don't have the things that we have asked for, we've prayed for. Our last confession destroys our prayer. Uh, you know, but we, we are to make our profession. Uh, here are some things that we are to make. We, we need to find God's word and, and, and get into God's word and find these areas. Like, for instance, Romans 10, verse 13. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Well, I can say I possess salvation, for I have called upon the name of the Lord. Then it says in Psalm 121, verse 7, uh, The Lord shall preserve me from all evil. So I can confess in line with this by saying, I possess preservation from all forms of evil. Well, you get the idea? I confess the Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. I possess daily strength and an abundance of peace. I have peace because Jesus, the Prince of Peace, is in me. I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to the Hour of Anointing. Today's offer is my songbook, garment of praise. Listening friend, my God-given calling is fourfold, to write, record, publish, and evangelize. 
I've been writing songs based on the Pauline Revelation for more than 35 years, and most of those songs are found in this songbook entitled Garment of Praise, the Songs of David Ames. Some of the songs included are I Am Healed, Father We Praise You, I'm Making Plans to Succeed, On the Basis of the Blood, You Hold a Miracle, Husband and Wife, Oasis of Love, The Name of Jesus, Garment of Praise, and many, many others. This songbook has lyrics and chord symbols, so it's perfect for both vocalists and instrumentalists who desire to sing and play songs of the new creation. Stay tuned for ordering information. To order today's offer and additional David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at the same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Let's go.